Well, when I was in year seven, I was in the naughty class at my school. Not that I was a naughty kid, but, um, but I was in the class that was known for being the rowdy one, the feral class. And, um, and one of the ways that the teacher would try and handle us and get us to be quiet was she would write our names up on the board. And if you got your name on the board, then you couldn't go to lunch. That sucked. Does anyone's teacher do that? Yeah. But my teachers were pretty good, and they, they gave us a way, they gave us a chance of getting right with them. If we were good, then we could get our names off the board, and we had the chance to go to lunch. And Romans is all about getting right with God, getting our names off the board. But it says something that you might not expect. It says that the way to be right with God is not actually by being good or doing stuff to earn your name off the board. It's not by keeping religious rules or going to church or praying or anything like that. It says that you get right with God or you get peace with God by justification through faith. Now, that's big words, and that, but that's the big point for today. So if you, if you only remember that, then that's really good. Peace with God is by justification through faith. Now, justification's a big word. Who's heard of it before? Gabby has, and a few other people. Well done. Um, justification, it's been said that this word is one of the most important words for every Christian to know. So if you don't know it, you need to know it. And if you do know it, you need to know it well. It comes up 17 times in this 16-chapter letter. Um, and and the 1 to 5 of Romans is all about justification. And so that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. And we're going to, to figure out what justification is, and to understand Romans 1 to 5, we're going to ask three questions. And it is, what is justification? Why do we need to be justified? And how do we get justified? That's what we're going to do. So first of all, what is justification? Justification is about showing something to be right. When you justify yourself, you show that you're okay. You show that you are right. So, um, you know how you're not meant to put toasters in uh, knives in toasters? You can't put a toaster in a toaster, just so you guys know that. But you're not meant to put knives in toasters. Everyone know that? Well, my wife does it all the time. Okay? She, so one time, the first time I saw her do it, I walked in the kitchen, and there she is with a knife in the toaster, like stabbing at her toast. And I'm like, Beck, what are you doing? You're not allowed to do that. And so she then had to justify herself. She had to show why she was okay to be doing that. And so she's like, oh, it's okay. Well, the reason I did it was because the toast is really hot, and so I burned my fingers, so I need to get something to dig it out. But it's okay. I unplugged it, turned it off, so there's no chance of me getting electrocuted. I still freak out every time. I just feel like there's going to be still some electric current in the toaster somehow. Probably crazy. I don't know much about toasters. But that was Beck having to justify herself. She had to show why she was right in doing that stupid thing that she was doing. It's like, and, and Romans, the way Romans talks about getting justified is that getting justified is being declared righteous declared to be right in God's eyes. It's like a judge who says, he gets his gavel and goes, I declare the defendant righteous, 
not guilty. He's justified. Have a look at chapter 3, verse 20. We're going to be doing some flicking through Romans, so make sure you've got your Bible open and ready to be turning the pages heaps. So chapter 3, verse 20. Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in God's sight by works of the law. See those words, declared righteous? Another way you could say that verse or read that verse is, therefore, no one will be justified by works of the law. So that's what justification is, being declared righteous. You guys with me? You get that? Cool. That begs the question, and this is the second part, why do we need to be justified? Or why do we need to be declared righteous? And it's really obvious, I reckon. It's obvious for two reasons. It's obvious just because it's obvious, and also it's written on the screen. We need to be declared righteous because we're not righteous. Have a look at verse 10 of chapter 3. As it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is no one who does good, not even one. In chapters 1 to 3, Paul says mankind, all mankind, is unrighteous. And these verses here, these verse 10, 11, 12 of chapter 3, this is kind of Paul summing up chapters 1 to 3. In chapter 1, he says we're all guilty of ignoring God. He says that God's the loving creator who made us to live for him and love him. And none of us have done that. None of us have praised Him like we ought to. We all live for other stuff instead of Him who made us. And He says that we failed to give the Creator God out his, the thanks that is due to Him. So have a look at chapter 1 verse 21. I want to hear some page flicking. Yeah, good one. Chapter 1 verse 21. We fail to give God the thanks He deserves. Have a look. For although they knew God... They neither glorified Him as God, nor gave thanks to Him. But their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. We refused to give God His due praise. And this is the kind of definition of unrighteousness. It's, it's living in the opposite way of how we were made to live. And this is all mankind. Chapter 1 makes that really obvious. Everyone in the world. And so in chapter 2... Paul says that God is actually going to judge all of mankind for our unrighteousness. Have a look at chapter 2, verse 5. I heard a page there. (laughs) Chapter 2, verse 5. But because of your stubbornness and unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath against yourself for the day of God's wrath, when His righteous judgment will be revealed. God will repay each person according to what they have done. God's going to repay us for our unrighteousness. And this is really bad news for unrighteous people like us. Everyone on earth is headed for this judgment. Even religious people. Even people who try and keep religious laws and try and go to church all the time. All that stuff. Even these guys. Even these guys are unrighteous because they failed to keep God law, God's laws. 
And so, in uh, w- when the teacher puts your name on the on the board, you, you know, usually they only put the bad kids' names on there, right? So he's like, "Oh, yeah, Jacob. Yeah, he's his name's definitely going on the board." Yeah, and Dan. Yeah, he's the worst dude I know. So you know, usually it's only the bad kids who get their names on the board. But Romans one to three is saying, "No, it's not. It's not just the bad kids. It's not like um." It's not like there's just these non-religious people and, and there's these really bad people. They're the ones who've got their names on the board, but there's, there's some good guys. There's some people who, who uh, they obey the laws well and they go to church every Sunday, so they're fine. No, this is saying that everyone, everyone is guilty and so everyone will be punished. So it's not, just, it's not just Jacob and me. Even We might be the worst people here, but it's not just us. It's actually... Everyone here, it's all of juniors. So if you're in junior youth right now, your name's on the board. You ain't going to lunch. In fact, even if you're a leader, your name is on the board in, for, in, in leader form. I'm already there, but I'm talking about all the rest of the leaders. We're all on the board. That's what chapter 3 verse 10 is saying. Have a look there. There is no one righteous. Everyone's name is on the board. And so we all need justifying. If we're going to escape God's anger, we need to be declared righteous. We need to get our names off the board because we can't do it ourselves. We need, a, we need our names scrubbed off the board for us. And that's, that's our only hope for eternal life after we die, to, be, to get right with God now. It's like at school, your only hope to, of, of getting to lunch is to get your name rubbed off the board. You need to be justified, declared righteous. And so here's the last point. How do we get justified? Because that's the really important thing, right? You're all thinking, I want to go to lunch. How do I get my name off the board? Spiritually, how do we get right with God? You guys with me still? How do we get justified? It's through faith in Jesus. Have a look at chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. The way we get justified, right with God, is by faith in Jesus. Putting your trust in what Jesus has done for you. And the result of being justified, check this out, is peace with God. Have, see it there in verse 1 again. Since we've been justified through faith, we have peace with God. So when you trust in Jesus, God is no longer angry with you. Even though you've sinned in the past and even though you're going to sin in the future, God forgives you completely. He's like the judge. He, the judge has given his verdict and he says, I declare him not guilty, forgiven. There is peace with me. If you are trusting in Jesus, God has no beef with you now. You have peace with God. And so you get your name rubbed off the board with a heaps better scrubber than my hands. And so that's right, guys. You can go to lunch. Yes. That's what trusting in Jesus does, but heaps better because it makes you right with God. Even though we're guilty, 
even though we're guilty, even though we have our names on the board, we get declared not guilty. We get our names wiped off the board, even though they should be there. That's being justified. And so do you see that it has to be through faith that we get right with God? It can't, by, it can't be by what we do. We can't get right with God by us doing stuff, because our names are already on the board, and we can't get them off. It's, it's not like, like when you make a mistake on the computer, you can, like when the, that little red squiggly line comes up when you type in a word, you can just hit undo, and that word's gone. But sin's not like that. When you sin, you've sinned. There's no undo button. And so the other day, I sinned. The other day, I was heaps, heaps impatient, right? And I shouldn't have been. I should have been loving. I should have been putting someone else before myself. But I can't, I can't do anything about that now. That sin that I did, it's done. It's a permanent part of my history. So on the 15th of July, 2013, Dan Ford sinned. He was really impatient with someone. And I, there's no undo button for me there. I can't erase it myself. Even if I was to try and just be really good from now on, I'm like, oh, I messed up in the past, now I'll work hard, now I'll be good. I'm not going to be able to. And I, even if I could, I can't get rid of the bad stuff I've already done. So how, how am I going to do it? It can't be about me. It can't even be about being good, keeping religious laws. Have a look at chapter 3, verse 20. We read this before. Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in God's sight by works of the law. You can't even do it by being good. But now, we can be right with God through faith in Jesus. Not by keeping laws, but by faith in Jesus. Have a look at the next verse, verse 21. But now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been made known the law of the prophets testify, this righteousness is given how? By being heaps good? Now have a look what it says. Through faith in Jesus Christ to anyone who would believe. There is no difference, Jew, Gentile, everyone sinned. We've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. And again, how, does it, how do we receive, how do we get justified? Verse 25, halfway down, through the shedding of His blood, to be received by faith. So the only way that we can get our names off the board, that we can be right with God, is to be declared righteous through faith in Jesus. Because Jesus has done everything that needs to be done for you to get your name off the board. He's done everything that needs to be done for you to have your sin paid for. Because you know what he did? He did this. You guys know what I'm going to do? He took your name off and he put his name there. And so he paid your penalty. He stayed back. He, did the, he didn't do the crime, but he did the time. All right? Jesus was punished in your place. And so, when you trust in him for doing that, your punishment's done. It's already gone. You're free to go to lunch. How do you get justified? By faith in Jesus. By justification through faith. Being declared righteous by trusting in Jesus.
And that gives you peace with God. Chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, since we've been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so I want to ask you guys tonight, what are you counting on to make you right with God? You who go to a Christian school and you have Christian friends and Christian family and you come to a Christian youth group, what are you counting on to make you right with God? Do you care that you get right with God? Are you counting on the things you do to make you right with God? Coming to youth and praying every now and then and you know, generally being nice to most people. Are you counting on that? Or are you counting on the things you don't do? I reckon there are probably some people here tonight who, who are doing this. You count on the things you don't do to make you right with God. You know, you don't steal and you don't really hurt other people. And you're not as bad as that person. Romans three, Romans one to three makes obviously clear, painfully clear that 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 stuff won't do. We are all guilty. We've all got our name on the board. And so I'm urging you guys tonight to trust in Jesus, because He's your only way to have peace with God. And so either trust in Him and have peace with God. Or ignore him and die in your sins. And so for those of you here who are trusting in Jesus, because lots of you guys are trusting in Jesus, which is epic. And so those of you who are, remember what Jesus bought for you guys. Remember that through him and him alone, you have peace with God. Righteousness for the unrighteous, us. God's not angry with you anymore. He forgives you completely. That's amazing. So I've got three things for you guys to do, and I'm going to say them really quickly, so listen up. This is for the Christians. Keep trusting in Jesus. Love Him for His grace to you. And tell other people to trust in Jesus. Because He is mankind's only hope for peace with God. I'm going to pray, and then we'll watch a video. Pray with me. Father, thank you so much for sending Jesus. God, we recognize that we are all sinful and all guilty before you. And so there's nothing we can do that can get us right in your eyes. And so thank you so much for sending Jesus, that we can be right in your eyes, and not even by the things that we do, but because of what he's done and for his death in our place. We thank you, God. We pray that you'd help us to keep trusting in Him, obeying Him as our King. And we pray for those here who currently hate you, uh, who aren't trusting in Jesus. We pray, Father, that you would save them, even tonight, that people would come to know you and have peace with you, God. In Jesus' name, amen.